Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is Wednesday, so we are halfway through the week, and it has been a pretty profitable week this far for me in terms of buying. Not exactly in terms of selling. Things have dulled out a little bit, but I am going to be doing a lot of listing tonight, tomorrow, and getting some items in that I have been buying over the past couple weeks. So that should easily jump my sales as I start to get more items in, more items that are in demand, and that's really what I've been working on. Just not not kind of getting caught up in the uh, small picture of things and really looking ahead to making more sales, sourcing good inventory, just kind of realizing that once you source good inventory and your inventory is all good, then you start to make a lot of good sales and you know you kind of weed out the bad stuff that you have sitting for a while. So that's really what my focus has been. I've been getting out a lot of inventory that's just been sitting. I've been selling things very quickly. I've been taking a lot of offers on stuff. I think a lot of people get triggered by that sometimes because they think that you're driving the price down on the market. And sometimes you are by doing that. But for me, in the mode that I'm at right now, I really want to be flipping my money very quickly and investing in a new, more profitable inventory. And so I've been taking offers on things anywhere from old things on garage sales that I've gotten and up to new things. I, I took an offer on a pair of sneakers today that was probably under market by about 30 or 40 bucks, but I just really wanted to get them sold. So I had more money to reinvest into new sneakers that are coming out this upcoming weekend. And then there's been a lot of releases going on. And I know I know exactly what happens in Q4. I watched it happen last year where there's a ton of releases that happen and you kind of get to a point where you you see everything coming out and you're wondering well do i feel comfortable spending so much money on this because there's you know who knows what's going to come out the next week or who knows what's going to come out tomorrow and so i like to be very very capital rich to go into a situation like that to see how things play out and you know i've been very i've been a little bit cautious with spending just because i've been spending a lot more freely than i ever have but uh, very cautious for the amount of money that I have to spend right now just because there's a lot of things that I really don't know how they're going to play out. There's a lot of releases that I don't know really what to do with. I mean, I want to look at these things and study them and see how they do because ultimately there will be releases every year. There'll be releases every month, every week. You can break it down to as, as minuscule as you want it to be for the interval of time that there will be releases and, and new releases to come out. But in order to kind of do really well with them you need to really understand the market for the types of releases you're doing and i think even brands have their own sorts of markets there's different markets for nike shoes than adidas shoes and they're both sneakers but obviously nike does a lot better than adidas but when you're looking at types of flips like supreme flips um typically those have a little bit different of a a way of flipping than you would on Nike and and it seems like some of the profit margins on some of the supreme stuff that people flip tend to be a lot less than some of the stuff that I flip sneaker wise that could just be because I'm, I'm I have a lot more sneakers to pick and choose from so I typically pick and choose sneakers that will make me 30 40 50 dollars profit a lot of these people though can get a lot of supreme items that are much less resale value sometimes but can get a lot more of them or oftentimes I mean they have a tremendous value too where you're getting like a North Face jacket from Supreme and oftentimes those sell very very well and so it really depends I mean there's just different nuances to selling stuff like that versus sneaker flips and there's different nuances to selling all sorts of things collectibles toys the games whatever you're selling and and those are things that I've been focusing on recently 
those sorts of things obviously do much different than sneakers because there's a different market, there's a different audience, different age group that uh, is buying those things at different uh, different areas of the country sometimes buy things. So it, it really does depend. I mean, think about it. You're not going to sell a pair of, just going back to shoes, you're not going to sell typically a pair of winter boots to somebody who lives in LA. That's usually not a destination area to wear winter boots. But there is a time and place to sell winter boots, and there's a, a usually an area that does much better at buying winter boots than, than you know a place like LA where they don't need them. And so that's something that I'm talking about. There's different markets for each thing, and, and you can really break it down into even some markets like sneakers versus boots versus uh, you know other types of shoes and footwear. Um, you can break it down like that for almost anything. And so that's what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to be a little bit more cautious with the things that I don't know and very, very bullish or heavy on the things that I do know because the things that I know – I know what I want to do with them. I know exactly what I want to do when I list it on eBay. I know what price I want to list it at. I know exactly how many I want to sell or, or a guesstimate of how many I want to sell or how fast I want to see the views start to go up before I raise the price. I just have a set method that I do and, and, and it changes per item a little bit, but I know that when I buy an item, I know what I want to do with that. Where if I go and I buy a release that I've never really bought before, it's it's very good to test, but I don't want to tie up $100, $150, $200 of capital in something that... I have no idea what I'm going to do with. I mean, that could end up sitting for a month or two before I even sell it, and I may only make $20, $30 on it. I mean, that's a waste, of, a, a very big waste for me of capital to just tie up $200 for a couple of months while I'm trying to figure out how, you know, what the market is for this, how fast it depreciates, uh, whether it'll ever come back up to full value again, whether it's worth holding or worth selling. I mean, there's a lot of questions to ask when you're doing this and doing new releases, and so that's what I've been doing recently. That's really what I've been working on recently. I think that there is a good amount of money to be made. You just have to really recognize what you're going after, uh, what kind of markets there are for the items that you're pursuing. And then, oh man, a truck just pulled out in front of me with a huge trailer on the back of it. Anyway, um, you need to know what kind of items you're pursuing and then um, really know the market for them if you want to maximize the amount of money you're going to make. And so that is something that I'm working on a, a lot is just trying to learn that. I mean, the thing for me is right now, I don't feel like I have very much time. And I think everybody kind of feels that way at some point. Um, but I, I lose two hours a day because I'm driving to and from work, which I hopefully going to change here soon by getting an apartment. And there is, I lose that. There's other things between shipping and getting items listed and sourcing items and doing social media stuff. There's so much stuff that takes up time. And so for me, I've been adjusting on the fly a lot and I feel like I've been getting a lot of things pushed back or pushed off from my to-do list. And so what I've been doing recently is kind of adjusting for that and realizing that my better times of research are going to be on the weekends when I have a little bit more time. I'm not worried about driving all over the place. I'm not worried about going to work and then trying to get back home and and get a workout in and then get all my reselling stuff done. And, and there's just, there's so much stuff going on all the time. So what I've been doing, and it's helped me out a lot, is I've been spending the weekdays, the days that I'm busiest because I have a, I have a full-time job in the daytime, then I resell after that. I've been basically taking those days and using those purely for sourcing and then social media because those are things, sourcing, selling, and social media, those are things that need to be done during the weekdays. I mean, it, 
it would be one thing for me to I'm getting around this guy. It would be one thing for me to um, try and only source and and stuff on the weekends, but then I'm really not getting that much inventory and it's kind of difficult. And there are people that have very good models of selling doing that. I just, for me in my business, it's not really what I want to do. And so the same thing with social media. I mean, if I'm trying to actively be on social media and use it, I need to... Um, I need to be doing that every day and stuff. And so for that kind of a thing, I'm trying to do those daily where research is extremely important in this business, but it's not the most, it's not the most essential, um, thing that I need to do every day. I mean, we have the things that we need to do every day, which would be like shipping, sourcing, selling, and then the things that need to be done, but don't need to be done every day, which would be research. And so there are, there's a point where I think that research would be a daily thing, but that would be like a kind of more of a full-time thing for me um, where right now, I mean, I'm just working on trying to get things sold, trying to build up as much as I can and really scale this business out because there's a lot that can be done with it. And especially right now, I mean, we don't really know how much time we have before things start to go haywire. The economy could go down. I mean, we have 10 plus years right now of prosperity with the economy just from the last crash which happened in 2008. Typically they crash every eight to 10 years. And so we're kind of due right now for something to go a little bit haywire. And it's kind of looking like it could just because of the things that happened back in March. I mean, with COVID and stuff, it definitely wiped out a lot of businesses and really set things back for a lot of people. And if, you know, whatever happens in the fall, whether things get start to get shut down again or, or whatever happens with that, there's a chance that it could really damage the economy and not temporarily like it did in March, but more of a permanent thing. It seems like there are a lot of people that are a little bit cautious of it. I'm a little bit cautious of it, but I'm still selling like crazy just because I don't think until the end of this year we're going to have any problems with it. I just don't. People, people don't understand money very well and just the average person spends more than they make and that's that's definitely a problem that puts you in the red all the time and so when q4 rolls around and everybody's spending like crazy for christmas and maxing out their credit cards that is a time where you can really really make a lot of money in this you just have to be aware of what you're buying and make sure that you have an out if you don't really know much about it so that is something that i typically do i'll try and buy stuff that has a return policy on it or a good return policy uh, hopefully 30 days at the minimum but then some of these stores i think like walmart and target have 90 day return policies some stores have 60 day which is good um and then home depot is the best still i well them and kohl's kohl's is like if you bring something in that may have been bought at our store, we'll give you full credit, which is awesome. And then Home Depot is 180 days. So like those two stores, if you can find something to source there, I really usually don't have a ton to source from there. Um, I found items in the past, but I looked up the return policy and it was literally like, you have half a year to return something to Home Depot. And Kohl's is just like, if it's been bought here in the last 20 years, we will take it and give you your money back. So um look for those those are the really the best things to look for whenever you're trying to keep your when you're trying to keep your um the the risk low because there is a lot of risk that you can take on in this business and i really don't agree with taking on debt or at least a lot of debt i think 
some of the people that maybe go after sneakers and have a lot of ways of getting a lot of sneakers and know that they can sell them within a couple weekends or something, they may spend a lot of money on their credit card, but they know they're going to get that money back very fast. And so that's a little bit different than maxing out your credit card to go buy some retail arbitrage stuff for the entire month of November, December, and then the beginning of January. Like that's a little bit different. Those people are going to get their money back much quicker than somebody doing uh, that kind of a thing where they're maybe just hoping. And so that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, if you're into selling sneakers heavy and you can buy a lot of sneakers, go buy them and sell them quickly. But if not, then I wouldn't go into debt over this. It's really not worth it. And, and, and I mean, you have to start somewhere. So buy something and, and buy some stuff and sell it, but don't put yourself in a tremendous amount of debt to do it. That That's not smart. And so, um, that's what I've been working on. I, I think that Research on the weekend for me is going to be a lot easier for me to manage. I think that there's a lot more of catching up to do on the weekend, and it'll spread things out a little bit for me. I mean, I've listened to a lot of people talk about it. It seems like the general trend is that people, once they start to build out their business a little bit more, need to dedicate certain days to certain things. And I've never really understood that, or I guess I never really understood that you could dedicate a day to sourcing or a day to um, just a day to uh, doing research because I never really had that much to source or much to research. But now things have really picked up for me. I've seen a lot more opportunities. I've int- I've been introduced by several great people in the reselling community to different avenues of income, whether it be sneakers, whether it be uh, other sorts of things that I would like to pursue, um, just selling wise and, and different types of businesses like that, that I could build off of this with. And so there's kind of a lot of avenues that you can take with this thing that I didn't know about before. And so when I heard people say, why well, I, I source on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm like, well, I source every day. I find nothing. And that was because I didn't really know what I was looking for and I didn't really have a clear goal in mind. But a lot of the people, once they start to understand what they're sourcing, when the best days to source their stores are, they can kind of say, okay, I'm going to save myself a lot of time. I'm only going to go Tuesday and Thursday. I may only get 80% of what I would get if I went every day of the week. But at the same time, I'm still saving a ton of time that I can use to either spend time with my family or spend time doing this or maybe do some of the other more important things to my business or even add a new stream of income to my business. And so for me, it's a little bit different because I'm doing a lot of online right now, which is awesome. So anytime that I'm outsourcing, I'm actually usually missing something, which is kind of weird. You'd think that I'd be picking up a lot, but it's really kind of the opposite where if I'm out of the house, I usually miss out on a restock of something. I miss out on a pair of shoes that comes out or a shock drop of something and so these releases they happen all the time and it's just very important to kind of have a way to get them whenever you are busy and so um for me that's either setting you know my phone up to be able to try and you know buy something that's coming out or or who knows but there's really just for me online has kind of changed the game a little bit because I'm literally buying things online. I'm not having to spend time in store and then I'm selling them out of my house. So I save a lot of time that way and allows me to do a lot more with a lot less time. And so that is something that's been working for me and it's worked pretty well. And today I was able to source probably, I think I spent around five, 600 bucks just on inventory and some of it was good. Some of it was just regular-ish stuff that I kind of felt so-so about. Um, but I've sold stuff like it before. And so I kind of went in and said, okay, I'm going to try this a little bit larger scale. I'm seeing a lot of restocks on this. I can get this, maybe get about four or five of them and see what I can do with them. But I ended up getting a restock of the Yeezy 700, uh, utility blacks. So I'm excited about those again, just 
pretty much like yesterday, I got the pair of Easy 700 Inertias. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why there's so many restocks of Easy's right now, or maybe I just haven't been paying enough attention. But I ended up catching those two restocks, which were pretty nice to get. And I'll probably make, I mean, hopefully 100 bucks on each pair. I'm not trying to get the moon for these things. They've been out for a while. They obviously haven't appreciated a ton but they definitely have enough value to be able to make some money on, and that's what I'm gonna be doing with them. So I'm happy to get those, and then I caught a couple other restocks and some other items um, that I've been going after uh, very you know, rarely, but whenever they restock, I try and get a couple. And so I ended up getting that, and then just kind of cruising throughout, trying to find different things to resell, and just trying to keep my eye on things as they're popping up on Twitter and Instagram and that kind of a thing. So it's just been, it's been a good day. I'm going to make hopefully a lot of sales this evening, next uh, on tomorrow, and then the the following day, and lead into the weekend with a good amount of sales and capital to really try and reinvest into these sneaker flips. So, outside of that, I think tomorrow we have the wheat space hippies coming out. Those will probably do well. I haven't really looked into them. They're not going to be a hundred dollar sneaker flip or anything. They're probably going to make thirty bucks if if that. I mean. I'm looking at like a $30 to $40 profit on those things probably just based off of what the other Space Hippies did. There was a lot more hype behind the other Space Hippies because one, they were kind of the first of that collection to come out. And two, the the Space Hippies that were coming out that were the, the ones before all came out with the O3s. And the O3s were definitely the best looking shoe. They're only releasing the O1s and then I think the O4s tomorrow. And so that's kind of going to, I think, drive the hype down a little bit because there's not going to be that many people looking for buying shoes just because the O3s won't be there. So that is something to keep in mind, but I still think you can make probably about 30 bucks just off the top of my head. I'll have to do a little bit more research. And obviously when I tell you to do something, uh, like what something's going to make, do your own research beforehand because I could just be looking at old numbers or kind of making something up like I am right now. I mean, based off of what I did last time, I, I think I made a good amount on them, but I think that you could probably make about 30, 40 bucks very easily on these and you'd be able to get a nice little profit for a very little amount of work. And so that's what I will be doing tomorrow. Today we had today we had a pair of Jordans come out. I don't remember exactly what they were called. They're limited to 2,500 pairs, which is extremely, extremely low. And they were cool. They came out with a black briefcase that they would ship to your house in and stuff. They were very, they're very like kind of ritzy looking, uh, kind of a ritzy presentation, I guess, if you will. They went all out with the presentation of the box, but they were limited to 2,500 pairs, which is super, super, super low stock. I mean, uh, 30,000 pairs is low stock. So 2,500 pairs is, is extremely low stock. And I missed on all of those. So everybody and me that went for them that I had trying to help me get them, we all missed. So um, don't feel bad if you didn't get those. They were extremely limited. I don't really know of anybody that got them. I mean, even in the group that I'm in, I didn't see anybody get them. So it is what it is. But, you know, tomorrow we do have a lot better chance of copping. And hopefully you can get a pair of shoes, flip them on eBay, and get your business going or just make a quick 30 bucks or whatever. So that being said, I'm going to go. I think that's pretty much enough for today a little bit talked out but i will get with you guys tomorrow i'll recap what happens with the release tomorrow for the space hippies and we can talk about some other reselling stuff you guys have a good one and i'll talk to you tomorrow peace